New set alert. New set alert. What? Like sirens or something going on. Yeah. New set alert. New set alert. We'll see what we can alert. add in post. <laughs> and by we, I mean you. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you're here joining us this week, you can see a nice, uh, nice table. Framing's a little different. You know, just trying out some new things. See how see how we feel about it. So. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel much more comfortable. And how you feel about it. Yeah. I mean, all that really matters is how the people feel. All? Yeah. Not us. The customer is always right. Adam, about it has that. nothing to do with how we feel about anything. Are you comfortable? <sighs> Oops. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're settling in, as you can see. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. So. I still don't. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what do I do with my shoulders? Okay, here we go. Shoulders, uh-huh. are, shoulders are good. Are we good? I think we're good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Did you just so. make yourself taller than me? Is that what this is all about? No, no, no. Okay. No. All right. Do I look taller? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, I just want to. I just want to feel heroic. Mm, okay. Just want to look heroic and. Just big. Oh, that's right. You have to get in your beer drinking posture. Uh-huh. It's about to fill up. So, okay. Enough prep. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Do you want to just get into the beer and then we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of get going, get going. Yeah. You know what I mean, tell you know us where I mean? uh, we got this bad boy. Well, I grabbed this beautiful bastard here. From the good folks at Red Light, Red Light. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, I was up there for we're doing a little tasting of of uh, some new stuff that's on draft, and also just you know various assortment of different beers that uh, we get in from time to time. And uh, we have another one that we'll probably do at some point, mm-hmm. a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Um, this one I grabbed to kind of balance the choices out. Uh, it's still not going to be, you know, I mean, it's a Baltic Porter. Mm-hmm. So it's like the equivalent of like an Imperial Stout. Right, right, right. It is, uh, um, it's not no bullshit. Let's it's just say that. Thick boy? It's a thick boy. Okay. It's a thick boy. That's all we accept around here. <sighs> thick boys. Uh, may I? Please. What we have for you today is the Comets. Cal- I mean, probably Comus? probably should have uh, looked up how to yeah how to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> comes becomes either way, it's spelled K O M E S. It's a Baltic Porter, nine percent ABV, product of Poland. It won the World Beer Cup Bronze Award, Ooh. Um, and it got a European Beer Star in twenty thirteen, the Beer Tasting Gold Award. Wow! Yeah. And we actually do, believe it or not, have a read for you. <clears throat> Comus Baltic Porter from Brewery Fortuna is one of the best Baltic porters in the world and also one of the most appreciated Polish beers. When Comus, I really hope I'm getting that right, is stored for 36 months, the beer changes its taste. Now you can decide how long your Comus will mature. So it looks like they actually have a chart in the back of this. This is the first time I've ever seen this. Is you can 
age it from four months all the way up to 36 months. And it has a, a chart that shows fresh and roasted at the very beginning. And it goes into dry and complex the longer you age it. Um, does it, do we have a date on it? Uh, no, no. I don't know. I can't tell you. But I guess if you're picking this one up fresh, uh, maybe a good idea to age it. Actually, the date's right there. That's the lot number. Really? 14821. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, that's too bad. You would think that they would have the date on it, seeing as they're encouraging you to, to age it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I guess it's aged once you uh, once you get it. Then you can start aging it. Sure, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, we're going to crack it open and see. We can hopefully kind of uh, tell by the taste of it uh, how long it's been aging. If our palates are as advanced as we think they are. They're not. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, but my name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is the One Bear In Podcast. <laughs> she smells good. That's right. This is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. This is episode 304. Mm-hmm. And we're happy, as always, that you guys decided to join us whenever you have joined us. And I can tell you, um, I've spent so much time on HBO Max. It it's kind of I'm kind of it's all I can see is 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 the uh, the interface and the <laughs> I've just spent uh, oh you've got the go ahead I was gonna play it randomly combs 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 you say it like that combs 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 <laughs> so it's combs it's combs so this is the combs Baltic Porter mm-hmm. yeah man. Yeah, I've I've spent so much time on HBO Max just going through all of their, you know. Oh, what? <laughs> now we've got a controversy on our hands. Combs or Comes. Comes. So I kind of said both. Yeah, you did. All right. And comes. And comes. It's not comes. <laughs> you sure there's not one more pronunciation no, in there? No, I think I think comes is all my own. And also, if you're from Florida, Comes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I'm not gonna download anything right. right now. Uh yeah. Yeah, so um just spending, you know, an in inordinate amount of time on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more than any other streaming service. Mostly be because right now, I mean, they've kind of got the game on lock. Yeah, they're like prestige uh not only the prestige TV through the HBO stuff like sopranos and 
basically everything they've made since then. Mm. Uh, but also, I think what they get TCM is that the yeah they got Turner Classic Movie. <clears throat> they've got all the Studio Ghibli. Uh huh. Yeah. They've got um, DC not everything, stuff. but they've got a big portion of uh, Crunchyroll. Mm. Um, yeah, and <laughs> why did you say the DC stuff with such disdain? The DC stuff. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, they've got all of the DC stuff. Yeah. Um, what else? There's there's another thing in there that, that we're forgetting. Cartoon Network. They've got a bunch ah. of Cartoon Network and Adult Swim stuff on there. So. Okay. Sorry. It wasn't. It's not out. Yes. Come, miss. Come, miss. Comes. Comes. <clears throat> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to need to. Uh, will that work? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I've got to weigh it down somehow. I've got to counter counterbalance it. Mm-hmm. Counterweight it. Yeah. Anyway. So, <clears throat> spending all this time on HBO Max because of the debuts of all of these new films although you know this month is our last chance to watch the tom and jerry movie i don't know if you've oh checked it out God. or not i'm um, so glad you told me but march march 31st wow. is your last chance to watch it okay and there's a there's a couple of other movies that are leaving uh all the diehard movies are about to leave well mm. diehard one and two for some reason three and four are on there well three is on there i was gonna say i thought three was on there too yeah i don't know about four though and five for some reason inexplicably can't find the fifth one anywhere that's good no but i want to watch it i just i just need to know the universe sometimes speaks to you marco i think (laughs) you should start listening (laughs) i'm stubborn in that way what was it called again die hard what was the pun Uh, a good day to die hard is that what it was i don't know if I, I if that's not it, I just made it up. I, and you guys can take it. I please. think a good day to die hard. If if that's not the, let's just look it up first. Ah, yeah, it is. Yeah, twenty thirteen film. A good day. Fourteen percent <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. And the first question that people ask on Google: How bad is a good day to die hard? <laughs> Why is it called a good day to die hard? I don't know. Why? Why is it called that? Because that has not, you know, that has nothing to do with the plot. I can almost guarantee they say that at some point <sighs> in the movie. Like Die Hard with a Vengeance makes sense because part of the subplot is the villain is the first villain's mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. So there's vengeance there. Right. Live Free or Die Hard kind of makes sense because. Uh, the whole thing about cybersecurity mm-hmm. and the the nation, and he's like, "Live this, free uh, or die" is an actual uh, yeah. motto. Die harder makes absolutely no <laughs> sense, and I don't know why they thought it was okay to name a movie "Die, die Harder." harder. Uh, and then "Die Hard," you know, the one that started it all. Yeah. So, which in and of itself, obviously, great name, great name for a movie. Die hard, die hard. Yeah, but. Also, it's not really tied into the plot other than he's hard to kill. And I guess hard to kill, I think it was already That's a movie. That's a movie, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, what year did Hard to Kill come out? Because that had to have been in the 90s. Um, 
almost 100% certain. Hard to kill. Hard to kill. But that seems a little too on the nose, right? 1990 on the dot. Wow. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Die Hard is what, 87? Around there, yeah. 88. 88. Okay. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this has nothing to do with any of that. So, spending all this time on HBO Max watching, you know, premiere movies and this, that, yeah. and the other thing. And, you know, you just can't help but, 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 um, kind of feast your eyes on the uh i don't know what's it what's it called the uh oh yeah the the snyder cut the thing yeah. that's been put in our p- pushed in our faces mm-hmm. for the past i don't know at least the past couple of months when they were when when this was being planned but the past yeah. couple of years, years has been years so look let's stop beating around the bush okay okay because what we're here to do is we're here to tell you guys who haven't watched the movie yet how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. And we're or also, even if you have and if, you haven't <laughs> talked to your friends about it yet. We're here to tell you yeah. how to feel and how to talk to you. How to talk to your friends about the Snyder Cut. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't even begin to try to remember everything that we've said about the <laughs> movies. and, and uh, we, we should also get this out of the way ahead of time. There will be spoilers uh, mm-hmm. And the reason why, and I feel like I can speak for both of us when I say this, this isn't a one reel in special. It's because fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to have to go through that entire four hour slog of trying to. It would be a four hour long podcast. Is yeah. what I'm trying to say. So we're not going to do that. No, but we will certainly share our opinion. That's right. And the only way that you can really share your opinion on the Snyder cut is to kind of give people some context as to why this is even important in the first place. Yeah. So it all started way back. No, (laughs) you'd have to, honestly, you'd have to be in it, in the whole thing to really understand the gravity of the, this movie actually being made being released the way that it was released and the reception that it's receiving. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's kind of difficult to, uh, contextualize everything, but we're going to try. Yeah. So first of all, you have to have, you have to be kind of in the thick of the, uh, superhero movie. No, I wouldn't call it a fad now because at this point it's, it's an, it's a billion dollar. Yeah. But, uh, there's there's the the comic book war between Marvel and DC is much fabled and legendary tale as old as time. And you know, Marvel has obviously the MCU which is, you know, a billion dollar industry at this point, you know, spawning spin-off after TV show, after merchandise deal, after video uh, poorly made video game after and uh <clears throat> the DC EU, the DC Extended Universe, mm-hmm. because they couldn't just call it the DC Cinematic U, Universe or the DC, yeah, the DCCU. I guess mm. that would be a little weird. DCCU. I, th- I always assumed it was because they just didn't want to copy Marvel. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they just didn't want to be the MC or the DCU or the DCCU. Yeah, that sounds like cops. I don't know why. Yeah, 
but extended universe doesn't really no, doesn't really no, capture no, no. it. That to me always rang as like what Star Wars has done with their non-canon stuff yeah, now. It's yes. like Star Wars Legends. Right. Uh, I always get confused by that. It's like extended. Yeah, because what? what does that mean? Extended, extended from what? Comics, yeah. I guess. They should have they just called it the DC multiverse. That's their thing, right? The multiverse is their thing. Yeah. That's how they've retconned any death that they feel like, eh, didn't like the way that went, so we're going to bring that yeah, person back. Then you have the the Spider-Verse stuff happening and... I'm sure Marvel's about to jump into that given everything with WandaVision and yeah. uh, uh, Doctor Strange and all that stuff yeah. that's about to happen. Multiverse of Madness or whatever. Yeah. Mul- so. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should have jumped on the train when they had the chance. I, I mean, because they had a chance to call Is that it- not the story of the DC EU? Yeah, that's, re- that's it. That's really it. I mean, how many missed opportunities are they going to let just fly over them before they go? We should probably start catching those opportunities (laughs) later. So you get the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You get, you know, Marvel's doing all the phases and we're not going to bore you with all the details of all that. Just suffice to say, they, they really they really created a foundation for um, their culmination movie, which is the Avengers. And this is all pretty much old news for everybody. But uh, <clears throat> DC's equivalent to that, Justice League, was hampered by, first of all, uh, poorly planned mm-hmm. uh, and poorly executed releases of these movies. Poorly made movies. I mean, let's just get down to it. I mean, <sighs> I think poorly made is the wrong adjective. Poorly made or, or verb. <laughs> I, yeah, Words. Oh, okay, sure. Poorly made is not yeah. the way. It's not the best way to describe poorly it. They're written. Just, yeah, they're just not. They're yeah. They're not uh, well executed. They're not good. Poorly movies. realized. Yeah, I guess uh, there. There's clear money involved in these things. Yeah. They're made very well. They're super shiny and loud. Yeah, but there's no cohesion. To this universe yeah whereas marvel is all about every little thing linking to the next thing now and and the only reason that uh i'm even bringing all of this up is is because it's important to note when we get into the the two justice league movies that yeah. this this is it's very important that marvel spent time money and energy into creating their universe and justice league or dc decided that they were going to jump on the ba- I wouldn't say jump on the bandwagon but you know put put their foot in the race their hand or their their name in the hat or what have you late in the game without the same setup right and that's important when it comes to these movies right so you get um you get man of steel you get batman v superman mm mm-hmm. mhm and then you get the Justice League movie because Aquaman and Wonder Woman came after Justice League. Am I wrong about that? Look up the look up the filmography. But I, I'm there's no way to know. <laughs> there's no way there's just no way to know. I could I, I could be wrong about no, I'm not I know that at the very least Aquaman came after yeah, Justice League. Aquaman definitely did yeah, Aquaman was twenty eighteen, Justice League was twenty seventeen. When did Wonder Woman come out? Let's see Wonder Woman. 
2017, same year. Same year as the Justice League movie. Right. Okay. So they were around the same time, which still doesn't make any sense. So <clears throat> you get the you get the Justice League movie. It comes out, and you know it's it, it, it underperforms critically and uh, financially. Then you get all of these rumblings that this was a this was a hack job, that mm-hmm. the studios got involved. You've got different writers, different executive producers. You get all of these cooks in the kitchen who came together to try to create this um, this Avengers wannabe. And it mm-hmm. wasn't Zack Snyder's original vision. Right. Right. So then the 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 Internet starts to kind of the, the machine starts to kind of roll. Right. The wheel starts turning on these on, on, on these Reddit pages and these 4chan pages and these Tumblr accounts and Twitter. These Twitter accounts. And the rumbling start. All of these voices start to kind of coalesce. Mm-hmm. And all, all of these people and all of these accounts and all of these ideas, they start to form one idea. And that is to release the Snyder, Snyder Cut. And this starts off as more of a pipe dream. It's almost a legend. You know, like it, it's something that people uh, uh, whisper about in shadows mm-hmm. on internet forums. Like there's the Snyder Cut. there's this this grand vision of what the Justice League could have been. You saw the Justice League movie, but you didn't really right. see it. And there's all this footage they left on the cutting room floor, and Joss Whedon came in and completely changed Just the entire tone, the and, whole thing up. You know, he was a, a some shill that was brought in to lighten up the mood because they wanted to recreate <clears throat> what Marvel had with Avengers, and. The real movie is this dark, gritty, realist, grounded in realism, uh, beautifully done movie that was stripped from Zack Snyder. His vision, his baby, was taken from him. I think it's important at this point to to mention that a lot of DC uh, fans see the DCEU, I have to correct myself every time, as like this super... Going forward, let's just call it the extended universe. The extended they won't get confused. The 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 EU. The EU. The Europe. The Europe. Um, European Union. They see it as this super deep and like impactful and more meaningful than the the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they just see as this uh, cotton candy. Sugar coated topping <laughs> of of the superhero genre. You know where if if any if any DC fans catch wind of this, we're we're gonna we're about to catch hell. Mm. You know that, right? Yeah. I just want you to brace for impact. I'm ready. Because we're about to catch hell for this. I'm waiting for a hashtag. All right. Let's get it. Uh but that is some of what fueled this entire thing, is because the the version we got was this lighter, more colorful, mm-hmm. jokey, quippy uh, departure from what we had gotten before from all the other extended universe movies. Right. So you get the legend of the Snyder Cut is starting to bubble, and then and then you start getting people who are involved going, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. There is a Snyder Cut out there that is a completely different movie. So yeah. now. It's not just fans on Twitter. It's Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. It's Ray Fisher. Yeah. It's 
It's Ben Affleck. It's it's Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. It's people like important Who's big a producer name people. On yeah, the he's Snyder an exec- executive producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, big name people who are going. Yes, this it's true. It does exist. Yeah, because when. How many movies has have a fucking director's cut or final cut? Mm. You know, all of them, almost all of them yeah. have something that is different from what the studios decided. At worst, it's something like this where it is a completely different movie. At mm-hmm. best, it's, you know, some some things are left on the cutting room floor for running time or sure. for a rating or what have you. Mm-hmm. So you once you can release the movie, you can do the unrated cut or the director's cut and kind of get yeah. like, I don't know, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of a movie back. And you're like, oh, that's that's different. Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, uh, Alien 3 where it's like it, 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 there are very drastic mm-hmm. uh, narrative changes where you go, wow, that's that's a different, different. movie. Yeah. Uh, and then in other cases, it's it's, uh, you know, it's something like. Um, the Fast and Furious movies, their director's cuts right. are like. They're just more of what you've already seen. A couple extra scenes with these characters. Yeah. So, but, but when you get, when you get these stars to kind of uh, lend their voices to this movement, it, it it gains credibility. Mm -hmm. So once the movement started to gain credibility, it started to gain power. Yeah. And once it gained power, that's when everything kind of changed. Mm Mm-hmm. Because now these studi- the, these studios, Warner Brothers, couldn't ignore what was happening. They were looking at a full-on mutiny <laughs> from their fan base. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think they could have. You think? I think they could have ignored it. They could have kept moving okay, forward. Okay, now, now, is that a result of what you've seen? Or do you think, regardless of what you've seen, uh-huh. could they have just ignored it? Regardless. Regardless of the quality, uh, however you feel about the the Snyder cut of the Justice League, they very much could have just moved on. Because I think a lot of the fan base had, not all of them because there was still a push for it, but you know, with stuff like Joker and the new yeah. Batman coming out and inevitably, you know, uh, the Flash movie eventually coming out. Mm-hmm those things would have kind of pushed the narrative away from, okay, I guess we're never going to get the Snyder cut then. Yeah. It's fine. And the other thing too, is that throughout this entire legend, we didn't realize until uh, further on down that there is only kind of a Snyder cut. Yeah. Because there was tons of reshoots that they had to do, Uh uh, tons of editing, tons of, uh, graphics work and all that stuff that wasn't done because you know he left which is an entire other element of this story too it turns out that the snyder cut is more like a snyder idea right than an actual cut of a movie which is what makes the fact that this even happened in the first place a miracle Mm -hmm. yeah i've never i've never seen this happen before where it's like it's not it'd be a different story if like all this stuff was just sitting on the cutting room floor and they just had to piece it together and bam, you have the Snyder cut, which is generally what a director's cut is. But no, they had to go back and they had to reshoot stuff four years later Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, get an entire team back together essentially to get this vision completed. Yeah. But the fact that the fan base and it seems like the creatives behind the scenes and actors were, I guess so committed to it and believed in it so much to come back is 
really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really. And I think that's that gets lost in 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 the sauce of this entire thing even happening in the first place and people's reactions to it and you know DC fanboys saying it's the best thing ever and then you know people outside of that going it's fine I guess. Mm. But the fact that it happened at all, even if it was awful, is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's super, super cool. Some of them came back free of charge. Mm-hmm. I read a report that Ben Affleck, he was one who was like, I don't I don't need any money. I'll just, yeah. I'll, I'll just knock this out for you. I, I mean, I heard Zack Snyder himself came back for n- nothing. He just wanted to do it. Yeah. He wanted to finish it. I mean, like you said, it's it's nothing short of a miracle yeah. nowadays, especially to yeah. get a movie like that done, then done again. Right. Kind of, yeah, With amazing. millions upon millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, that's not to say that it wasn't worth it as far as uh, financially is yeah. concerned. Um, because before we get into the, the movie itself, I mean, it's it's what? Um, HBO Max. It's one of HBO Max's most successful premieres so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of their highest streamed movies on their platform. Now, granted, HBO Max has not had a long shelf life. Right. Um, so it's kind of hard to compare it to you know netflix's numbers which we don't know because they won't release them right but it is to say release the netflix count it yeah (laughs) hashtag release the netflix count i read something that it did like 1.8 million views in the first couple of hours that it was allowed to be streamed (laughs) a lot of people waited up for it so i mean all of that is amazing um and you know the Snyder Cut finally gets released on, <clears throat> on HBO Max. It's this collaboration between Warner Brothers and HBO where they get the rights to the movie. Uh, and it's come out to, I mean, you really can't ignore, it's come out to a lot of fanfare. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have said that it's a marked improvement. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I, I, I should say, professional critics have said that it's a marked improvement over um, its predecessor. Um a lot of people have said, not, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of critics have said that it was, uh, you know, it was worth the fight and the wait for this version of the movie. Yeah. Um, so in that regard, the question of was it worth it, I would say yes in, in that regard. Yep. The financial success of it. The critical success of it so far, I mean, most of the most of, if not all of the fans have said that it's everything that they wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram and like if you go on your discovery page, you like one post and then you get a million posts of the same thing. So I'm looking I'm scrolling through all of these DC fanboy pages and they just cannot get enough of this movie, dude. They are falling over themselves to praise this fucking (laughs) movie. It's Wow. Yeah, I think maybe maybe I'm getting caught up in in that movement, but I just it makes me happy to see these people happy. For sure. It, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't want to see people unhappy and I don't want to see I don't want to see fans not get what they want, of course. But there is this weird thing that uh, some people are kind of trying to sweep under the rug, which is like the DC fan base, not all of them, but a lot of them are kind of shitty people. Sure. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you par for the course for any 
comic book major fan base. fandom yeah but what i didn't like was zach zach snyder has seemed to be this guy who's kind of i mean he's not encouraging people to be shitty obviously but he's like been a shield for some of them as like i read one one thing where he was like i don't i don't like how people are calling them toxic i mean how you can't be toxic and raise you know two hundred thousand dollars for um suicide uh, awareness um side note his daughter took her own life while he was doing this right that was the reason for him leaving yeah in the first place and uh super sad rest in peace um uh, the, the, in, in this new one there's a dedication to her for mm-hmm. Autumn and um, so they raised a bunch of money for suicide awareness right? and I would just like to say to Zach they 1000% could be shitty and raise that money yeah no <laughs> like that's for a, sure that's a terrible argument for what sure. is he talking about yeah you could be a, a total gross person yeah. and still raise that money. What do you, are you kidding me? Pandering to his fans. I know, and that's, that's what bothers me is. is that he, you know, he seems to be blinded by all of the love that he's receiving from from this fan base. It's like, dog, you you got to be the one to to you know stand up and be like, hey guys, you know, regardless of if we get this movie done or not, you can't you can't send death threats to executives, <laughs> right? Like you, you can't do that. Yeah. But anyway. That just, I feel like that just needs to be stated because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like this was all, you know, happy-go-lucky and like they were just like these peaceful kids sitting in at their computers going, gee golly, mister, I hope you make this movie for us. Like, they demanded it. And on the one hand, that's awesome. And on the other hand, it's kind of fucked up how they treated some of these people who were involved, who it wasn't their decision to not make Zack Snyder's version of the movie, you know? Yeah, it's just it, it's one of those stories. It's it's um it's one of those that is like a David and Goliath story that we're regardless of the amount of bullying and toxic nature of a community, they see, still see themselves as the little guy because this big <coughs> this big company came in and swooped in and changed the original vision and made it to something uh packaged and and uh uh more commercially viable and blah 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 so Mm -hmm. yeah you know you want to get behind it when it sounds that way but there's a lot of meatheads and bullies and everything else in that fan base too Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm happy that it went well and people are happy but at the same time it still can be toxic so Let's just, um, what is this? Not now. Sorry. Sorry. I got distracted. So I just want to pull up cause let's, let's just get into, let's just get into it. Okay. Okay. We, I, I think we've given enough context for this, for, for, for how we've got here. Right. So let's actually talk about what we're, what we witnessed. Okay. Do you want to talk about as they compare or just the Zack Snyder cut? Uh, I don't think we can talk about one without talking about the other. I think it's worth noting yeah. what they've done differently to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just start off by saying like overall I went back and watched the OG snack, uh, OG, um, 
Justice League movie. Mm. I watched them actually back to back over the course <laughs> of two days. Oh, well, you poor soul. I know. I watched the first one, and then I watched the first couple of hours of the of the Zack Snyder cut, and then came back later on and, and finished mm-hmm. it. Um, I'll just say this for for the OG cut. It's not as bad as I was led to believe by the internet. Had you never seen it before? No. Oh, I realized wow. this as I was watching it. I was like, you know what? I was conflating a lot of um, Batman v Superman as the Justice League movie. Yeah. So I, There's I a lot was, of bleed over into both. Yeah. So that's my. I was thinking like I've definitely seen this and Martha wasn't a fan. And uh, you know I watched it and I'm like it's fine. It's mm. not. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but yeah. it's not. It's definitely not. It's not the best. I could see why fans were upset buy it and you have to remember in the time and place this was directly compared to everything marvel was doing up yeah. until that point and when you look when you apples to apples you're like yeah. this no. movie is dog shit right and that's what that's i think why people have such a bad taste in their mouth uh, <clears throat> so then you get this Zach, you get the Zack snyder cut which by the way you know much has been made of this and uh i mean it just has to be said it's a four-hour fucking movie yeah and um, IGN figured out that a little under 10% of the movie is in slow-mo. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be said right <laughs> off the bat because that's the first thing that you're going to read about if you look up the movie. That's 10, the f- 10.35% of the film's entire running time is yeah. in slow motion. That's going to be, that's probably going to be the one, one of the most long lasting memes that comes from this. It's 24 minutes and seven seconds of slow motion, slow motion. Mm -hmm. Do you know how arduous that is in a movie? I do. (laughs) I I saw it. I mean, it's, it's literally, it's literally, it's like every hour or so it's like five to 10 minutes or it's like about five minutes We'll take slow mo. We'll take a music video break. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Enjoy. Um Okay, so I mean, I guess the biggest differences you have to talk about are the the narrative choices. Yeah. This is this was uh advertised to us as like the more serious, more gritty, more realistic, whatever, yeah. whatever version of the movie. First of all, it's rated R. The OG one is rated PG thirteen, so that's a big difference. It's darker, literally. It's yeah. literally darker. Mm-hmm. As to be expected. With the Zack Snyder With the Zack movie. Snyder. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I noticed was they really reached for uh, for that R rating. Yeah, no, it did not need to be. Didn't need to be. They say fuck uh, like three times or yeah. something. And then some of, the, some of the scenes are like just extraordinarily bloody <laughs> they just add blood spurt <laughs> for no reason there's like, one right. scene where like a character gets like kicked and he like hits rocks and he like slides down and there's <laughs> just blood everywhere and i'm just like come on dude <laughs> yeah it reminds me of the corridor crew videos yes. where they just make like, things let's make extremely it dirty <laughs> violent yeah so there i mean there was just some like some some of the fights like where dark side is like slicing people's hands off and shit yeah dope mm-hmm. i get it yeah. But some of the stuff it was just like, really? Yeah. How much blood do you need to put here? As much as we can. Uh, so they really, they really reached for that R rating, and they got it. Um, 
darker. I've actually got, I've got like notes that I was taking during the movie. That one's not important. I won't go with that one. <laughs> okay. There's just, okay. So there's, there's just things that they do in the movie in, in the Zack Snyder cut that I will applaud as it's, it's hard to compare if you're, if you're looking at, if you're looking at them the way that I looked at them, which was why do we need the Zack Snyder cut? Why do we need this four hour version of this movie that's already been released? Right. When you look at it that way, the Zack Snyder cut is completely necessary because it does a lot of things that I felt needed to be done from the first movie, which is mm -hmm. explain the motivations of a lot of the characters. Right. Right. So when you look at it from that regard, it's necessary. If you are just watching the Zack Snyder cut by itself without the context of this being what it was, what I spent, what we spent the first 30 minutes of this podcast explaining, mm. if you're just watching it, it's like, okay, what is the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's like, it is not the same movie, obviously, but it, it I'm sorry, guys, but it is not leaps and bounds better than the OG Justice League movie. Yeah, it's just not. I, I mean, I think if we're if we're summarizing here, I I think, like you said, there's a lot of stuff that was missing in the theatrical release mm -hmm. that only now makes sense, and I think that is enough for me to be like, well, yeah, I mean it. it this is worth the cost of admission. Yeah. This is the worth this is worth the four hours I'm sitting here and going, okay, please, please go at normal <clears> speed <throat> now. I'm so tired. <laughs> please, please, God. Because what they add in that in the Zack Snyder cut is important details about the I hate this term so much. Mother boxes. Um that makes sense now. Um you know the entire cyborg storyline makes sense now. Uh, he actually has something to do. Yeah. Uh, b -b 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 yeah. That, I mean, apparently that was like the original idea was that cyborg was going to be like the not the main character, but like the the most important character. Yeah. Um, Flash is more fleshed out. Uh, we get. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like they didn't add much as far as action goes but we didn't need much more i mean they they extended some set pieces yeah yeah um like the the where where he gets the 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 mother box uh-huh yep. from the amazonian amazonians mm -hmm. <clears throat> and there's that that scene is just longer yeah and you're just like why this just didn't need to be longer <laughs> yeah. it was fine the way it was the flashback fight scene of the uh, original uh dark side attack right yeah that becomes yeah it was originally just steppenwolf then it becomes like a dark side thing the age of heroes or whatever they make that way longer yeah um yeah like you said flash gets more fleshed out you kind of understand but then but again like i don't even know where to go i just have so many questions and so many like I'm just just so like left with still a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. And I get that 
the point was to create the Snyder verse where he was going to answer those questions in, in later uh, mm-hmm. Justice League films and, and the standalone Batman movie and, and the Flash movie and all this stuff. He was supposed to flesh out some of these questions, but there's just some stuff. I liked um <clears throat> I liked the 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 flash scene where he saves that girl which apparently that girl is like really important to his story. Yeah. Um that that whole thing was just stupid. <laughs> I just I just thought the whole thing was dumb, but uh-huh. I mean m- most of the I I understand that they're trying to illustrate how fast the flash is going. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is to put him in super slow motion and make everything basically at a standstill it's it's all stuff we've seen before though yeah the quicksilver and things like that well shit anytime you need to illustrate that a character is going really really fast the only way to do it uh, apparently according Mm. to filmmakers is to make things go super super slow and to make him go oh (laughs) the world is so slow yeah i mean i thought it was a decent scene but but there was no but here the so why does the trucker crash his his semi? He's got to get a hamburger. He's got to get that hamburger, he needs dude. That hamburger. How many times is a trucker gonna drop a sandwich oh, oh. and then go? Oh, I gotta, uh, I gotta reach for this sandwich. It doesn't matter how many cars are on the road, <laughs> how many pedestrians, how fast I'm going. The fact that I'm driving a semi. I need this burger. I right gotta now. grab this hamburger. I'm so hungry. I've got to take my eyes off the road for literally 15 seconds and just go. <laughs> it is such a cliche. Yeah. That I almost wasn't angry at it when yeah. I when he's dog. As soon as he comes on screen, I go. He's gonna drop. He's gonna drop. That. And he's gonna crash. <laughs> That's the reason that we're doing this. Bumbling trucker number one. So he does that, which was amazing. Yeah. Um. I understand now that I've done. Now that I know a little bit more about the character that he saves, that mm-hmm. she's important to yeah. his story. I didn't know that at the time. So they spent a lot of time on them. And mm. I was just like, what Why? am I supposed to feel here? What yeah. is she important? But Who that's, is she? that's also a great point is like this movie's full of fan service of movies we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So if you're fresh to the DC universe in general and you don't know really anything about any of these characters, doesn't matter. The entire Martian Manhunter thing. What? <laughs> that didn't matter to any. That doesn't. No one cares. If you don't know who that is, no one cares. Right. The fact that he, they rewrote the the scene between Lois Lane and Marsha and made it so that. I know a Martha. lot of. Martha. Sorry. Yeah. The, the fact. I know a lot of people have made a fuss about they kind of strip the emotion from the scene when you make it so that Martha is actually the Martian yeah, Manhunter. Right. And I agree. I'm not. I'm not going to push back on that. I yeah. agree. That's a ridiculous thing to do. Is and totally unnecessary. Not not needed at all. Totally unnecessary. Such a shoehorned in thing. Not to mention, you don't get because that character is from the other uh, Superman movies. Yeah. The general or whatever he is. Yeah. Um. We're not. He plays no part in this movie. Yeah. So they literally just shoe him in to be like. <laughs> There's your Martian Manhunter because I know everyone had a theory that that's who it was. So yeah. let's just put him in there. Let's just do it. Yeah. No, they, they couldn't have written him in in some way and been like, oh, he's a part of this <clears throat> because he, I don't know, 
has dealt with alien technology before yeah. or you've come face to face with this stuff. Any kind of like military figure in the movie should have just been that general sure. just so that we can see him more so we can get his personality so we can care about him. The fact that he steps out of that uh, apartment and then turns into the Martian Manhunter, then turns into the general. You're just like, <laughs> and it's not explained at all. Yeah, not at all uh, until the very end. And it's a stinger. It's not even part of the movie. Yeah. It's an after credit scene that you have to wait for. If you don't wait for it, then none of it makes sense to you. <laughs> you're saying they're going what? Well, who was that green guy? Yeah. Because he doesn't even introduce himself until the end when he says, some people call me the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And you're like, okay. It was it was like at the end of uh, Batman when he goes, oh, let's see, you should go by your real name. Uh, Robin. Robin. You're just like, <laughs> Nolan, you're better than this. Or are you not sure Stop anymore? It. Stop it. Yeah, I didn't, didn't like that. Um, <clears throat> I liked... I liked when Wonder Woman saves all of those little girls from that terrorist attack. And the little girl says, can I be like you someday? And you're just like, I literally said no. And I only later saw all the memes about it. And I'm know. like, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who I thought know. that. Same, dude. The, the, as soon as she says that, I was like, no, you no, no way. You're not even close. No. You can never be. No. Did you see what she just did? She moved at the speed of sound. She she's dodged she bullets and stopped bullets. She murdered men in she, front of your child she eyes. Obliterated that guy. You want to be like that? She blew up an entire floor of a building just for one dude. No, that was uh, that was that was wild. Incredible. Um, I don't know. I got, I got a bunch of notes in here. If you've got anything to add, I've got comically added blood. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought the I thought the idea of changing the opening was really good because the 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 weird um, two toddlers doing a podcast asking Superman and the whole what mustache terrible thing. Mustache. Yeah, th I, that was good. I I think th one of the best things, one of the best changes for me was the fact they got rid of the entirely pointless family during the climax. Yeah, just such a weird. Um, you know, oh, uh, uh, Marvel did the whole thing with um, uh, an Age of Ultron. They've had, yeah, they were saving families in yeah. a foreign country, and they're always kind of doing. They're always kind of like a foreign aid, and kind of. It just felt like we need. We didn't need to keep cutting back to this family yeah. because it gave them this weird importance that they actually didn't have, and we don't care about them. Like, no, we, we don't know them. No, their fucking building could have caught on fire for no reason. And I would have been like, I don't know why we're watching this. <laughs> Sorry, these kids have to die. <laughs> I thought like at least one of them was going to we were going to find out that one of them was like an important character at sure. some point. Or I thought at least um, they were going to have the last mother box, which yeah. I thought was really it was really confusing because they were looking for the last one. Then they cut to this family and you're like, Oh, oh of course it's a connection. No, no connection. They just live by there. Just we're in the area. Yeah. Um, I thought the idea of bringing Superman back in the OG version was Batman's idea. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of it was he was riddled with guilt. Right. Part of it was he 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 knows that 
I, I didn't like I don't like that in the new one they took that narrative away because the OG one starts with Batman <clears throat> using that robber using his fear to like lure, lure in one the, of the demons yeah. or whatever. So Batman kind of knows what's going. He has an idea. He has an inclination what's going on. He's trying to put this team together because he is understanding like something's coming and we need mm -hmm. to figure this shit out. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then they take that whole thing away. Now it's like the whole team decides, like, we should bring Superman back. And it's like, eh. Because yeah. I like the conversation that they, the the moral implications of bringing someone back from the dead and all that stuff. Like, they have this really interesting conversation. Him, and actually, the whole Justice League had this, uh, like, Cyborg agrees with uh, Batman and Wonder Woman is like, this is, you know, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't do this. This is insane. We can't blah, blah, blah. Then Batman has that whole thing about um, Trevor, her boyfriend, that she, for some reason, just has to mention every fucking scene. <laughs> I was in love once. It's like, we get it. Okay, we get it. Yeah. Get over it. Uh, it's been years. Yeah. It's been like, it's honestly at, been at like, least, what, 70 years? At least since 1984. <laughs> we know that for oh, a fact. Yeah, right. right. At least since 1984. Um, completely shoe. Uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> So I didn't like the fact that they rewrote that to make yeah. it this like we're all in agreement. We bring Superman back thing. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree with you there. I feel like early on Super, Spider Spider Man. I feel like very early. I on, wish I, that would be cool. Uh, Batman was the coach and kind of getting the team, getting the band together. Yeah, and then by the climax, he goes well. I'm going to sit this one out, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Enjoy. <clears throat> Y'all got it. No. Which I guess makes sense, but I do feel like he took a backseat, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I liked the fact I, – I did kind of like the fact that it was more of a team effort to be like, okay, this is what we're – this is going to be the plan. Yeah. And I, I – mo my favorite addition to this entire thing, I'd say, is everything with Cyborg. Yeah. I feel like he – especially looking in – the context of what we got was like his storyline was completely thrown away in the first one, completely wasted. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I like a lot of the interactions and the, the, the story beats with his dad and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think it was a real sin to do what they did with his character in the first one. Yeah. And without that, I mean, I've seen ripes about it already, so this isn't an original thought, but it really did feel like the heart of the movie. Yeah. His stuff, all this stuff. It kind of tied it all into this thing, even though he was super emo the entire time, which is, you know, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. I think there's something there. I, 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 I left the movie going, if this would have been the, the version we got, I could easily see us getting a cyborg movie that I'd be into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, I really hated the football scene. It was just such a boring... I mean, if you've seen as many sports movies as I have, as many fucking football movies... You've only seen... You only need to see one, and you've <laughs> seen them all. Yeah. And so that that's super slow. Like, of course, he's the quarterback, and you're mm -hmm. like, he couldn't just be the wide receiver or running back. He had to be, like, the quarterback who... He's also a genius. Yeah. He's he's a... he's a uh, uh, His IQ is off the charts. He, like, hacks into the computer system and... His mom is all righteous, and <laughs> instead of punishing my boy, you should be punishing yourselves. What are you going to do? <laughs> he gave money. He stole it. 
or he, he changed he changed the uh he changed the grade, the grade. yeah how well, are you the money after he becomes cyborg yeah so it's like okay eh, it's still kind of murky but yeah. yeah um yeah his 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 entire narrative is you can tell that it it should be more important than it is in the in the first For one. sure and that yeah. the fact that they flesh it out yeah it was it that's that was a welcome change i thought it was weird that they in the first one they kind of imply that he's mad at his dad for creating him mm-hmm. and calling his dad a monster and then in the Zack snyder one it's kind of implied that he's like upset that he's alive that he's the monster and that he hates his dad for yeah. it. It's like it's weird yeah. kind of. Well, it's, it's it's Frankenstein. That's all it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's not really that original. No. But no. It's interesting when the. Uh, it's <clears throat> it's fresh, at least. It's it's uh, it's expressed in a fresh way yeah. with this character. The best change, I think, is the villains. Steppenwolf yes. is so boring and bland and been there, done that in the OG cut. It's just like. What is he? What's his motivations? He just wants to He's take evil? over the world. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. It's what year is it that yeah. we're, we're really? That's you watched uh, Endgame and Infinity War, and that's you really think you're going to compete? Yeah, I know that they came after. Yeah, yeah. I know. But uh, <clears throat> then they go back and they recut it, and now not only does Steppenwolf have a more compelling motivation. But Darkseid has he's obviously he's added to the movie and his motivations are are still I'm the big bad guy, but compelling. Yeah. More so than I mean what it was in the original one. Yeah. They're they're clearly like a space gang. And it's like, okay, <laughs> got yeah. it. Like that makes sense. And yeah. oh, you know, Steppenwolf just wants to impress his master and yeah. and be able to go home someday. You yeah. know, like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, he obviously did something that has um, banished him from his home world. Yeah. He made some mistake. <clears throat> he wants back in. He's trying to make amends. Darkseid will probably never let him back. Well, I mean, he's never going back, but he probably would have never let him back. 100,000 more worlds. You know, and, and the whole uh, anti, anti-life anti equation, that could have used a bit more explaining. But, you know, I, I, I assume that anything that, was kind of left up in the air is, is something that would have been explained in later movies. But still, if we're looking at this from a stand, you had four hours, bro. Yeah. You had four hours. You yeah. couldn't explain what the anti-life thing was in a more uh, uh, interesting way that makes sense to people. Yeah. Like, I, you had I, four. I, that's the thing, <laughs> dude. You have to look at, if you have any questions, you have to look at that runtime and go, Four hours. Mm-hmm. You couldn't answer this question. Four yep. hours. You had a while. You had a long yeah. fucking time. Yeah. To answer my questions. Mm-hmm. You don't walk away from the Godfather going, "Well, why did it do that?" Mm-hmm. Four hours. Yeah. And most of it is just like the same shit, just longer. <sighs> I mean, do you want to just get into the problems it still has? Like we already said, what we think is the best edition. What's the what's the worst element of it? Because I got one. Go ahead, I'll leech off of you. It's it's what Zack Snyder always provides. Oh, right. it's just it is. I'm sorry to say it. It's Zack Snyder. Yeah, 
it, it just is. I mean, I I appreciate us getting this more full vision. It's a way better movie, in my opinion, than the uh, theatrical cut because mm -hmm. it's it's a more coherent movie mm -hmm. because it it's it, it's at least a coherent vision of what he was trying to do. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you are getting a Zack Snyder ass movie. Yeah, for better and worse. Yeah. It's visually great, eye popping visuals, um, you know, cool action scenes. Uh, lots of bravado, very loud, but at the same time, it's so skin deep most of the time. Yeah. And half of it feels like it's just a music video with dialogue in it. Mm -hmm. And the thing that bothers me the most throughout this entire thing and always has bothered me is that a lot of his movies get mistaken for being stirring and emotional when really it's just the music that is doing that. And it's such a cheap way of trying to pull emotion out of you. Yeah. Is to have it in slow motion with these eye popping visuals and then put on like a classic rock song or something. You know, like Yeah. I, I know they, they took out uh uh Icky Thump from the Aquaman scene, but it's yeah. like they replaced it and it's no better for it. Yeah. It's just it's almost even more pretentious. Yeah. Because it is like this slower song. And they do that throughout the movie. And every time they would do that, it wasn't as bad as uh, uh, Suicide Squad because mm -hmm. that is the crowning achievement of that crap. <laughs> Hashtag don't release the Ayer cut because David Ayer is a bad filmmaker. But, you know, I just, that always took it, it took me out of the movie whenever yeah. uh, we get this musical sequence that is supposed to pull out emotion from us that it doesn't deserve yeah and it's so clear that that's what they're trying to do it's like get out of my face with that yeah stop it so that's it for me yeah i mean it, it's just leapfrogging off of what you said i mean that's that's pretty that is the fatal flaw of the movie is that you know at the end of the day all of these these millions of people thousands of people however many people clamoring for this cut of this movie from a filmmaker who's not that good so at the end of the day you fought and you fought and you fought and you got what you wanted and we're happy that you guys got what you wanted but Zack Snyder dude like you you guys clawed from the depths this hunk of junk <laughs> and and you pulled it to the to the to the surface and you presented it like see look at all these diamonds and it's like it's a Zack Snyder movie yeah. dude like it just it's it's not at the end of the day I know that I complimented the uh villains motivations because they're more compelling in the Zack Snyder cut but that doesn't make them good right. they're just more they're better they're just better yeah. from the theatrical cut. Mm -hmm. But still, at the end of the day, what does Darkseid want? To take over the world. Sure. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's that's his motivation. Skin deep. These mother boxes. We're still not really sure what the fuck they are, what they're, they do. They're sentient <clears throat> robot boxes. That you can go into, I guess? No, no, no. Only uh, only, only Cyborg can do that. Because he's part of he's a mother part box. mother box. Right. Which makes sense. Sure. Totally. He's part mother box. Uh-huh. Fine. Yep. Uh, that whole thing just... Oh, I had I had a, I had a question. Um, the reason that the mother boxes wake up and call Steppenwolf 
and all of the other, you know, gangbangers from the universe is because Superman dies mm-hmm. and his epic sonic boom of a whale yeah. uh, reverberates throughout the entire universe and wakes up the boxes and they go, hey, this planet is vulnerable now. You should come now. This mm-hmm. is the best time. Okay. <clears throat> Those boxes have been on the planet for centuries. Superman didn't get there but 35 years ago. Yeah. Why didn't they come back before that? Why didn't they wake up and go, why didn't after, why didn't like. He's not here yet. <laughs> why didn't like a hundred years after that big epic battle? Because the Amazonian Amazonians, they get, they get banished to their little island or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Atlanteans. Sink. Yeah. And they're banished to the ocean, right? And, and human beings were at war with each other. Yeah. And there's the old gods. And they're gone. Yeah. So, nineteen forty-two. While we're in the middle of a war. Yeah. And everyone's. Hey, just, there's a lot of people are afraid right now. You may want to come. This out. is the best time to just jump yeah. in and 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 go and snatch up these I'm boxes. I'm sure there's some in like one line of dialogue that some DC fanboy can point out and go, oh, "That's why, right That's there. Why. That's why." Yeah, well, <clears throat> make it clear yeah. for dumb people like me. I agree. I agree. I'm glad we got more of an explanation on everything. I think the mother boxes make sense now, at least to some degree. Sort of, kinda, uh, which I appreciate. And yeah, I agree with you with everything with Steppenwolf. That was another major marked improvement uh, from the OG. Yeah. Um, but you still you come away from it just like. The four, the four hour runtime is not worth it. There's nothing that I saw that made me go. I mean, if you just recut the two hour movie, okay. Let me backtrack for a second. The fatal flaw of this movie is how it came to be in the first place, because there is no amount of time that you can put into one movie that is going to make me care about Cyborg and Flash. And Aquaman, because Aquaman came after this movie, we have to remember. We didn't right. know anything about Aquaman other than that he was fucking sexy as Jason Momoa Correct. before this movie came out, right? Yep. So there is nothing that you can do narrative-wise to make me give a shit about the Martian Manhunter, the Flash, Cyborg, or Aquaman that couldn't have been done better had you not given them all their own standalone movies first. And that's exactly what I was going to say. That's the fatal flaw of this whole thing. Yeah, because if we if if DC was able to do what Marvel ended up doing, starting with Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that we would be in a much better place. Now, they didn't have uh, Kevin Feige in their corner to make sure everything was connected and, and working in that way. Uh, you know, they, they didn't have the creative powerhouse behind their stuff other than Zack Snyder and David Ayer. And it's like, you know, I mean, I, I can't sit here and say I, I haven't enjoyed a Zack Snyder film, but I mean, pound for pound, it's not that good. No, he's just not that good. No, he's just not that good. He's great at visuals. I think he would be far better off just directing and letting other people who know how to write, write. Mm-hmm. And kind of, kind of, you know, sticking in his wheelhouse. Because I, I think other, well, 
I think 300 is probably his best movie. Yeah. And in my opinion, second best is uh, his debut, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that it was even a Zack Snyder movie. Yes. <clears throat> and you know why? Mm. It's not written like a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. Do you know who wrote the remake, the 2004 remake? I think David Ayer. Of Dawn of the Dead. No? No. Who wrote it? James Gunn. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that makes sense. So if you have someone like James Gunn writing your script and he just get and Zack Snyder just gets to worry about visuals, mm-hmm. visual storytelling with that level of a script, fireworks. Yeah. He didn't write the script for 300 either. Yeah. You know, that was based on the comic book, literally. Yeah. I mean, it just, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Because then you look at those and then you look at, what was the one with all the chicks in it? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Trash. Trash. A trash movie. Mm. Watchmen, pretty good, but still not great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. No, no. I mean, you, that's, that's the, you hit the nail on the head, man. He's, he's, he's not this auteur who can, he's who, not, who can handle, you know, multi, uh, this multiverse that they, they basically wanted him to helm the whole thing on his own. He yeah. was supposed to do, the standalone, he he was going to do a, a sequel to the Superman movie, so he's going to do two Superman movies, all of the Justice League movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was attached for a minute to do the standalone Batman movie. Mm. So he was. it was going to be Zack Snyder's DCEU. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you guys put all of your eggs in this basket. And then for some idiotic reason you took it all away from him yeah you 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 cut yourselves at the knees well it's because he wasn't doing what marvel was doing so they got scared and went okay let's but but that's what's so confusing about this is like you hire you watch all of Zack snyder's movies you hired him for that reason you watch man of steel and you go that's the vision that's what we want then he gives you that and you go "Eh." And it's like, don't you want to set yourselves apart from right. your competition? Why would you want to? I mean, that's the reason. That's the main reason that the theatrical cut is so. I mean, and here, listen, I said that the theatrical cut is not as bad as the internet led me to believe. Mm-hmm. That don't mean it's not a bad movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> that, that movie it's is bad movie. dog shit. Yeah. I just didn't think it was as like some people. I mean, they they run that thing through the fucking mud mm-hmm. as if it was like the worst movie ever made. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. But there's some scenes where you're just like, what is happening? What is this? Mm-hmm. This movie's so goofy. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so oddly paced. And the humor is so juvenile and it's so brightly lit. And yeah. it's it looks like it's been recolored. I hate that everything in the end's red. Yeah, what's that about? It's gross. It's so I hate, strange. It, it hurts to watch the end of that movie. And then, and then once, uh, once they, once they kill Steppenwolf and they get rid of uh, every, you get the happy ending or whatever. All of the weird stuff that was growing in that area, all the radioactive yeah. stuff, turns into flowers and shit. And you're <laughs> like, who made this what? movie? Dog, it really kind of throws into contrast everything that Joss Whedon has done. Because, That's not the only thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately for him and for us. It really kind of makes you look back and go, hmm, has Joss Whedon ever been good? 
He has, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I look back and I love Firefly. Buffy I'm never, and Angel are absolute classics. I'll, I'll, I'll never let go of Firefly. Okay, never let go. I'll never let go. And I'll never let, I mean, but here's the thing. I go back and I rewatch the first Avengers movie and I'm like, this movie kind of sucks. It's not as, yeah. it's not as good as I remember it. It's still good. And it's, I mean, when you, you have to keep everything in context. True. It's the first movie of its kind. It was incredible that it even got made in the first place. The moment of having them all together is amazing. Mm-hmm. But when you look when you look back, you're like, yeah, but it is kind of shallow and it's kind of it's kind of a Joss Whedon movie. It's brightly lit, it's goofy. Yeah. It's this this quippy dialogue that's kind of not a character uh it's a little realistic. Place. Yeah. yeah. It's just like these weird things that just like eh. like there's the one scene in um in the Justice League where um <laughs> when Superman comes back and he's like, You won't let me live, you won't let me die. What do you want? And and he's I forgot what Batman says and he's like, Do you bleed? And he like drops him or throws him or whatever when Lois Lane shows up and he flies away and Batman's like, Yeah, <clears throat> something's bleeding. And I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you, I laughed. And then I had to remember, like, uh-huh. that's not something Wait that man minute. would say. That's such a goofy line coming from him. Yeah. But it got me. In the moment, I was like, nah, that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of stupid. It was a dumb thing. It's like one of those quips that a coworker would say that you're like, God, that was that was goofy but funny. I'll give you that. Good comedic that timing was, It there. was timing. That's yeah. all it was. It was timing. Yeah. But it's stuff like that. It's like this movie, He Joss Whedon has this vision, this brightly colored abusive borderline racist vision that he has seemed to uh <laughs> put his hands all <sighs> over his later movies yeah so i don't know warner brothers when you go back and watch that movie and you go this this is what we wanted you just have to think like you guys <laughs> you guys brought you brought all of this on yourselves yeah. you deserve all of the heat i mean nobody deserves death threats but you guys definitely deserve your fan base borderline mutining yeah they they the studio bought pizza when they were hungry for pizza mm-hmm. and suddenly wanted a burger yeah and they were saying why doesn't my pizza taste like a burger I make this pizza a burger let's get a burger let's get a burger in here what if we made a burger pizza and you've got all these people in the corner who are like no pizza's good we want pizza and you're like no nah. you see those burgers over there on that other table we want burgers like that. Get on it. We're making burger pizza. So, <clears throat> Zack Snyder cut. It's grayer. Yeah. Um. Better written, but not that much better. Mm-hmm. And a more complete vision. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's just that's, a more complete vision. That's the takeaway from this. Is um, like, if you're a Zack Snyder fan, you'll be happy with this movie. Sure. Sure. So. And, you know, even if not, if you've just generally followed the DC movies, give it a watch. It's worth your time. Yeah. Um, All that being said, people are now asking for the Snyder universe to be continued on now that we have his full vision. Do you think this movie does enough to warrant that? Absolutely not. Okay. I just don't, I don't see what you could when I'm reading these reviews from fans, not from like professional critics, some professional critics, their their reviews have made me go, have made me do a double take. <laughs> IGN's review of this movie is 
insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's I'm, insane. I don't I don't really follow them for their movie reviews. Uh, I, I don't either. It just popped up on my timeline and I had to read it. Yeah, their their film review team I don't often agree with. And and they got some goofy opinions is all I'm saying. Yeah. And some of the fans who were like, it's a masterpiece and it was worth the wait and this is all we ever wanted. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I get that you're a fan of this filmmaker and you're a fan of these characters and this is what you want. Sure, sure, sure. This movie does not warrant Warner Brothers going back, Mm -hmm. resurrecting these dead dogs. There's no way that there is a cut out there that makes that piece of shit Suicide Squad, oh, no. a, wa- a more watchable movie. There's nothing that I want, you can tell me that I, would lead me to believe that. I want less of David Ayer's vision. Yeah, that's what I want. Please, let's let's cut more. Bury of David Ayer. the Ayer cut. <laughs> Bury <laughs> it deeper, please. Yeah, I I don't need to see that. I don't need to see Zack Snyder's vision because honestly, from what I've read. His idea was to like make that nightmare dream sequence come true and like that's what the later movies were going to be about. Yeah. And dude, that sounds like a fucking bummer. Like, I don't want to yeah. watch that. It sounds terrible. <laughs> it's all orangey and dusty yeah. and Batman's murdering people, like flat out murdering, <laughs> murdering people. people. There's and, no more like, rules. The super, Superman's evil, Lois Lane, everyone's dead. Mm. Arth, uh, uh, Aquaman's not even in the movie because he's killed off off screen. Like all of that sounds Awful. Yeah. I don't want to see that movie at all. Sorry. Yeah. Personal opinion. That movie sounds like it's a drag. Yeah. And yeah. another four hour slog through uh Zack Snyder's vision. So no. I agree with you. That being said, I don't know uh I don't know what is coming next because the fact that this happened in the first <laughs> place. It was uh, resurrected like uh, Superman himself. Mm. Uh, thank you. Mm. Um, the fact that that even happened, it being a miracle in and of itself, makes me think anything's possible at this point. That's true. So the fact that this has gotten so much attention, so much love, almost universally, uh, with most people saying at very worst, it's not, it's still not good, but it's better. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that can go a long way. So I wouldn't be surprised if I if we do end up seeing something else from Zack Snyder within this universe. I mean, <clears throat> there was the I don't know if he's the president or the CEO or whoever this guy is at Warner Brothers who came out and was like, "Don't get your hopes up yeah. for this. Like, the, we're not bringing back uh, the Snyderverse. We're not yeah. doing the David Ayer movie." We're Snyder himself that. said so. He's like, "They haven't told me that they want to." keep making movies so (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i mean i wouldn't i mean yeah to your point i wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back to do something uh but yeah i just don't i mean there's a fine line between you know just doing whatever fans tell you to do which is one of the reasons why the wwe sometimes will like just fuck with their fans Mm -hmm. because their fans are so vocal and they think that they have power and they do yeah. The WWE fans have a lot of power, but sometimes you have to kind of, you know, throw your weight around and go, look, we're, this is the vision and you're just going to have to deal with it. Right. And then sometimes things are too powerful and you and you just have to acquiesce to the 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 mountain that is that is a fan's response to something. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the Snyder cut. 
that's how you get Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. So it's it's sometimes you have to bow With down. Fewer teeth in Sonic's head. <laughs> fewer teeth, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you bow down, and sometimes you know you stand up. And in this instance, I think Warner Brothers made a good decision, a good goodwill decision yeah. to uh, let this happen. And uh, but you know what's funny is I'm reading all this stuff about the movie. And even when even when they let him do whatever he wanted, they still didn't let him do whatever he wanted. Mm. Like the Martian Manhunter thing, <clears throat> he had to fight for that. It was originally supposed to be Green Lantern, apparently. It was supposed to be a Green Lantern cameo. It was yeah. supposed to be John Stewart's Green Lantern. And they had actually filmed a, a portion of the scene, hmm. like test footage, with the actor. They haven't really they haven't um revealed who the actor was, but they had a guy. Um and that that got cut. <clears throat> he wanted to bring Superman back to like the the 80s black suit Superman with mm-hmm. the um with the mullet and everything. Mm-hmm. They they canceled that. They almost canceled the black suit period. Mm-hmm. He he really fought for that. So he was still fighting. And yeah. they said that you're not allowed to film anything new. It has to be footage that you already had and you just you're just cutting it from what you already had. Mm-hmm. And he went back and he was just like, "Well, we, we had to refilm stuff, so I just did anyway." Yeah. So it's like he still had to fight for his vision. Yeah. And that should tell you that like these studios are not just going to let go no. and let fucking Zack Snyder and the fans just decide how these things are going to no, go. No, they knew the cash cow that was behind it. Yeah. That's they're, dude. They're cashing checks now. Thank you for the ability for me to uh, subscribe to something that I'm paying you for. Yeah. That's a, that at the end of the day, dog, if it's going to make them more money, they'll do it. Yeah. If they feel like it's not in their interest financially, which it doesn't seem to be financially like justice league holds way more weight than the suicide squad movie or some off into the distance sequel to a justice league movie. Yeah. So for them to, you know, they already had the footage and they just were like, recut it. And if actors are going to come back free of charge, then fine. Fuck it. Let an Oscar winning actor come back free of charge to refilm your movie because you're so, I mean, for by all accounts, Zack Snyder's a cool dude. Yeah. So people like him. Yeah. I I think there was a lot to, you know, obviously the tragedy involved with him leaving in the first place. He built up goodwill with his crew and they're like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah. So. You know, at least, if anything, at least it scratches the itch of both him completing his vision and the fans getting what they wanted, which by all accounts seems to be what happened. But they're not happy now because now they're like, then this is this is the problem. You bend over once and what do they do? They keep humping away. Wow. Sorry, I wasn't ready for the metaphor that I was using, and I had to commit to it. I had right. to keep going. You definitely did that. I meant to say you give them an inch, they take a mile, uh-huh. but I went you in a different their, direction. You give them your butt, I, I they had keep to, taking your butt. I, I had to keep going, okay? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. Uh-huh. Um, but now, now they're demanding the air cut. Now they're demanding the return of the Snyderverse. They'll get over it. Yeah, you say that, but that's how that's how we got here in the first place. I'm, I'm saying though, like I said before, we didn't need this. The world didn't need this. No, it didn't need it. It's <laughs> the cool. World didn't need this. It's cool that we got it. It's cool that the fans got it. It's cool that Zack Snyder got to do it. But if this were to have never happened, 
the world will keep spinning, baby. Yeah. They'd be upset about something else. It's okay. Yeah, and it's not like Warner Brothers doesn't have like a slew of movies that are slated to come out. I mean, that Flash movie is still coming. Yeah. That Warner, I mean, the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Wonder Woman 84 came and, you know, did what it did. Uh, that Batman movie looks dope as fuck. Right. You know, we, we <clears throat> they going to be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. They would have been all right without this. Yep. And yeah, it's, I mean, to your point, like it doesn't add anything to the conversation. All right, fine. You guys got the movie that you wanted, but you got the movie that you wanted. Right. <laughs> I'm happy for you guys. Oh, and we're getting the Suicide Squad, the, the James oh, yeah. Gunn movie. Yeah. And that's, and that's another thing. It's like, why would Warner Brothers go back and re-release some special Redux edition of this movie when they've brought in an entirely different thing to basically reboot that movie? It's yeah. going to be sort of a recut in yeah, and of yeah. itself. So why would they fund two movie the the same movie twice? It wouldn't make sense. No, it makes it zero would sense. Make not, would not make sense. Would make not sense. Would make not sense. Yeah. So <laughs> you got that. You That's got the, this. That was your Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh, you got Shazam. You got Black Adam. Right. You've got. Uh, uh, I'd be surprised if they don't do another Aquaman because oh yeah the first one did good right no they're already uh, they're already filming it okay yeah so that one's in the works because I keep reading all this stuff about uh, Amber Heard and how the fans are trying to get her out of the movie right. it's like dude right, it's not right, happening right. um <clears throat> so yeah um I read some report that Henry Cavill is like he wants to come back but he wants to do a Superman TV show on HBO Max that's the rumor so very interesting yeah. Which is kind of, I don't know. I mean, they've already got um, the Superman, the Clark Kent Lois Lane yeah. reboot thing that they're started. doing. Yeah, so it'd be kind of weird to have another Superman movie going. But yeah. then at the same time, it's like it just seems like these studios don't, well, I shouldn't say these studios because Marvel cares a lot about crossing Continuity streams. Continuity. Yeah. yeah. But DC just doesn't, DC seems like they're like, look, we don't give a flying fuck, dude. And honestly, at this point, I say just roll into that now, you know, like just make that your thing. Yeah. Have all of these individual things be their own thing. Yeah. Don't worry about continuity. Don't make a universe. Just <coughs> make it about telling a really good Batman story. Yeah. They, you know that I feel like that's what they started doing with Joker. And if they just keep doing that and focusing on, okay, these are these one-off things. We have this stable of characters that we can play with. Yeah. And we don't have to worry about continuity because people know who Superman is. Yeah. People know who the Joker is, uh, you know, and we're, we're expanding that into Shazam and all these other characters. And the more we know about them, okay, if you want to make a Shazam universe, okay, do that. Maybe yeah. you'll have your own Superman in that. I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. Just do that. Focus on that. Make it your own thing because <clears throat> you're not going to catch up to Marvel at this point. No. Nah. Unless you literally cut... All of your movies out, go, all right, this is our stop line, and this is our start. This is the new universe. Now, they've already squandered that opportunity. They had they had a real chance a couple yeah. years ago where they could have, you know, Man of Steel, and it's like, oh, dope, they brought, they're doing a new Superman movie. And then you hear about, oh, Ben Affleck's going to be Batman in mm -hmm. this new Superman Batman movie. And you're like, oh, that's dope. They're going to make a Batman movie? Well, no, they're just going to jump straight to Justice League. You're like, wait, What? <laughs> And Batman versus Superman was basically a Justice League movie. Yeah. So you're like, you guys fucked this up royally. Yeah. You brought this on yourselves. And now, like you said, the best course of action is to say, 
there's no continuity. These are all their own standalone things. This is all just peeks into, you know, this property. It's not this shared universe. It's just like, and I think that's a good idea. I think just because <clears throat> Marvel created this unnecessary need for shared universes in movies. Yeah. We don't need the Fast and the Furious universe. We don't need this monster movie universe. We don't need DC to have an extended universe. We don't need Star Wars to have an extended universe because it already kind of has its thing. Uh, but we don't need these things built out in a way that it has to fight with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. You don't have to do no. this. No, it, You can just continue doing the thing that you were doing. The fact that it worked with Marvel alone again is a miracle yeah it's the first and only time that's ever happened well and and the fact that all of these studios have failed to capitalize it only shows you how much of a miracle it is right and so i think the thing that's missing the missing link in all of this is somebody like a kevin fake Feig, feige feige I, I get it mixed up with paul feig yeah feig feig mm-hmm I think they need someone of his caliber of, of visionariness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To to lead the charge in this entire thing and, and be like the master because they have they have that as an actual position in Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars has like a canon master mm -hmm. who makes sure that all this stuff maps out correctly. I'm sure, you know, they mess up from time to time because there's just so much <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But Without that, without some master of this entire creative endeavor, it all falls apart eventually. Yeah. And you need it mapped out. You need it mapped out way ahead of time because if you're just playing catch up and trying to figure out where pieces fall correctly and not, it even happened with uh, with the Justice League. Like there's stuff that doesn't make sense uh, with Aquaman's story when once we go into his movie Yeah. that they mention in Justice League. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, what? Trying to shoehorn in um, Amber Heard's character and um, um, Willem Dafoe's character, mm -hmm. just so that we have familiar people to look at. Right. Then when you watch his movie, you go, well, the characterization doesn't make a lot of sense because right, she's got a weird British accent. It's yeah. Like, what? What's that about? And then and and then he seems to have known Willem Dafoe's character his whole life. Yeah. But in the Justice League movie, it's kind of implied that he's just another. Uh, uh, Atlantean or whatever who mm. just comes and is like you need to, this is your destiny blah blah blah, mm. blah. Ah, 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 Spider-Man <laughs> you know and mm -hmm. it just again it like you said <clears throat> the fact that it's not mapped out and it's not taken care of you get easily avoidable things like that yeah I mean how many times has an actor who's in a movie who's in a Marvel movie years later will be like, oh, yeah, I, I knew Tony Stark was going to die. I knew he was going to die like five years ago because mm. I had to know right? because it made sense for when I get there. Mm -hmm. The implications of the world that I'm joining, I need to understand the 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 uh, gravity of mm -hmm. that thing happening. Right. So what, I need to know all? that. Even if I haven't done my movie yet, I need to know that. Yeah, Dude, that may seem like overkill, but that is an incredible thing to do. You bring these actors into your shared universe and you go, these are the facts of this world so that when you get here, you have a better understanding of the world that you're in. That's, that's I mean, you can say what you want about superhero movies and 
you know, that they're shallow and stupid and they've ruined cinema and blah, blah, blah. But Scorsese. Yeah. No, he's kind of right. That's <laughs> no, another, he's, another he's, story. Yeah, he's not wrong. But <laughs> I will say that it's not for lack of trying to make those movies, at least from the artist standpoint, as good as they can be. Sure. So at the end of the day, it's going to be interesting to see what DC does with the next I guess, I don't know what they call it, phases or... Slates. Slates, what have you. Yeah. There was a lot of potential from the, from the Snyderverse, and there's... I mean, there's still so much that they can do. They're mm-hmm. wasting it on shitty TV shows, and I know that, that one of them is good, Green Lantern or The Flash, or both F- of them. Well, like I, it, I mean, Flash has gotten, from what I understand, because I haven't caught up with it <laughs> see what I'm doing there uh, I mean Flash is a great show but it's been on so long I hear it's just kind of like dead now yeah. you know like, well I mean it's, it's what happens when you when you take a when you take a property like that and you turn it into a police procedure drag it out it's like, yeah uh, <clears throat> but yeah so the story's not over but I hope to God that Zack Snyder's version of the of the story is so Amen. All right. Like I said, we're going to catch out for this. It's okay. I'm ready for it. Uh, my hit- my brother is a DC fanboy. Yeah? Yeah. So What did he think? Did you have you talked oh, to him? Oh, he loved it. He loved it. He didn't ruin it for me because I, I saw him last before I was able to watch it myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like... Man. <laughs> you just hold on, buddy. You just wait. I just I wish that I had that reaction coming out of it. I wish that I sat through because I said I was gonna marathon the whole four hours. Mm-hmm. And I got two hours in and I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I need a break. I have to get up and walk around, yeah. stretch my body. I can't do this. Yeah. I will say, you know, like uh, obviously being raised with him, there was a a part of me that while watching couldn't help but get hype a few times yeah i'm not ashamed to say it so you know even if you have a modicum of of dc fanboy in your heart it's a good stuff oh you know what i also wanted to say just for the record i am on board with Zack snyder's vision of um batman yeah i like what he's done with batman i like ben affleck as batman I like J.K. Simmons as uh, Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. I like the way that it looks. I am on board if he ever were to do a standalone yeah. Batman movie. And I think Henry Cavill is an incredible Superman. Yeah. I, I think what he's What's been... casted perfectly, yeah. I think. What, what he's, we've talked about this before, but what he's been given is criminal. Yes. Yes. He could, he could be so much better mm-hmm. in that role. Yeah. And then they really just don't give him enough to do. No. And even when it seems like he's super important, it's still just like, oh, he's so bland. Yeah. Looks great, though. Looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Thirsty. Straight up. So tonight's brew is the... Comes. Comes. (laughs) Comes. 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 Baltic Porter, 9% ABV, voted the world's best beer bronze so it's actually the third, third. best <laughs> <laughs> obi what'd you think uh it was very good it's been a long time 
It's been a while been since we've had a porter, let alone a Baltic porter. Baltic porter. Uh, so yeah, you're getting a little, you're getting a lot of mouthfeel here. It's very mm-hmm. velvety. Yeah, envelops your lips. Envelops your lips. Um, I would be very interested to see how this baby ages now that they recommend it in the back of the bottle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What I got from it was... Uh, oh, by the way, Red Light is aging them. They're aging Ooh. one of these, so smart. it will be interesting to see what they do with it. Very smart. Dry and complex. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's very heavy, obviously. I wouldn't recommend this for a day at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, packs a little bit of a punch with that. Was it 9%? 9%, yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty hefty boy. Um, I'm getting it, – it's it's kind of sweet. Um, I get a little hint of smokiness in there. Mm-hmm. But nothing super overpowering. It didn't hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing nothing crazy, but I, I still really did enjoy it. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give it a 5. I thought that uh, – I didn't think that it was – I'm a little afraid to see what it would taste like once it's aged. It's supposed to be dry and complex. I like that it wasn't – Oh, like me. Yeah, just dry and complex. Mm. I thought uh, – I, I liked – I like it young. I like them young, fresh and roasted. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Chocolatey. Ah. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Young. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought that's. Uh, um, <clears throat> I think this would. I, I, well, I'm. I would be interested to to be able to compare them. I guess because yeah. uh, right now I think it's 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 right where it needs to be. Mm. It does have a fresh. Uh, um, um, you can you 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 know that it's a Baltic porter. You know that it's 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 a little stronger on the palate. Uh, that alcohol taste kind of comes through, but mm. in a porter. I think it kind of works more than say uh, a double IPA where you're like, ah, th- it, it, this is, it, it's bitter and hoppy. And then it also has that, that nah. kind of, yeah. Nah. And like, it's too much, but with this Porter with, with the, the chocolate notes, I, I think it works better yeah. with something like this. It's not as noticeable. It and when you taste it, it, it does. Right. So I liked it a lot. Very drinkable for me as a fan of Porters and Stouts. So I'm going to give it a five. So yeah, you good? Great. All right. <coughs> <laughs> this has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Mother box. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere the podcast. So listen to Soul Drink, watch, drink delicious beer, and have a beautiful evening.